common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hello and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you today. Thanks so much for joining me here on the podcast. You can find the pod all over the place. You can find it right there in Spotify. You can find it in Apple Podcasts. You can also find it on the front page of the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And I invite you to join me every weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us right there in the WDBO app. Okay, I honestly can tell you that if you were to tell me, even like a few years ago, that I'd be talking about a story like I'm going to talk about here today on the podcast, I would have put somebody, somebody in a rubber room. So last week, during the Brevard County Public School School Board meeting here in Central Florida, some school board members brought up the fact that school dress is always an issue. It's a big issue. Heck, even when I was going to high school, it's a big issue. Skimpy clothing, beach wear, apparently gang paraphernalia is an issue right now in some schools here in Central Florida. But listen to this. She also told us that students are dressing up as furries. Here's Brevard County School Board member Megan Wright. There are children in our schools that are dressing as animals. Um, and that sounds innocent when you say it out loud, uh, but there are things like dog leashes and collars and walking a child as though they're an animal and tails that are tripping hazards. Kids are dressing up as furries and walking about in the school halls here in Central Florida. So it begs the question, what the heck are furries all about? You learn something new every day, and I certainly do as the host of Orlando's Morning news every morning. So I looked it up. Furries is a niche community of people interested in dressing up as animals. According to this article I found, furries are people who have an interest in giving human characteristics to animals. In its most distilled form, the article says, furries are a group of people who form a community or fandom because they have a common interest in furry media, furry friendships, and furry social inclusion. The article goes on to say this, about 95% of furries develop their own unique avatar-like character called a fursona, F-U-R-S-O-N-A. The product of deep reflection, fursonas can represent idealized versions of the self that are imbued with positive characteristics like being sociable, funny, and less anxious. And no, I'm not kidding. This article really says that fursonas can be a safe, functional way for furries to explore who they are as people, including their, here it comes, gender identity and sexual orientation. The article further goes on to say this research also indicates that a fursona can help facilitate interactions with others and result in more social confidence. Once again, it's one of those times where I actually feel as if I am living in upside down world and stranger things. Like the world has always been weird, but now it's weird on steroids. 
And look, my daughter has been out of high school for several years. I have been out of high school for several years. So this is not something that would have come to my immediate attention. But apparently this stuff has been going on for a while. Our producer at WDBO in the mornings, Anna Edwards, told me that she would see these people at her high school here locally, Apopka High School, walking about with tails coming out of their pants, ears, floppy ears. On top of their heads, she even saw a girl and a guy prancing around the halls with a guy in a dog collar and a girl holding his leash. WTH. Again, been a while since I've been in high school, and it's the age-old thing. There are certain kids who have been and will always scream for attention. Unfortunately, they're not getting the love, the support, and the discipline that every child needs at home. I feel sorry for those kids. But let me tell you something. This furry crap has got to stop. This is absolutely ridiculous. And these are mostly high school students who are dressing up as these furry animals. Now, keep in mind, this Brevard County School District has been the subject of a ton of consternation here in the past few years. And I hate to single out Brevard County because there are so many other districts who have been suffering from the same fate. But this is a Brevard County School District that recently has had a lot of people just flat out quit because of unruly behavior from the students. Over the last few years, approximately over 50 teachers and bus drivers have said sayonara to Brevard County because of violent and disrespectful classroom behavior from these students. The Brevard County School District is the state's 10th largest school district, and they have held meeting after meeting about how to solve this unruly behavior by their students. There was one teacher by the name of Alicia Kelderhaus who recently gave this statement, quote, on an everyday basis, I am deflecting, being attacked, scratched, headbutted, pushed, and hit. She says, I've had my hair pulled and pulled down to the ground. I've had my throat gone for on multiple occasions. It's on an everyday basis right now, according to this teacher. And she says, I have students who are afraid every day in the classroom. It's just not fair to them. Well, she's absolutely right. And this latest nonsense is not fair to these kids who want to learn as well. And I talked about that article that detailed who furries are. I can't even believe that somebody would write an article like that. It's just pure and utter nonsense. Research indicates that a fursona can help facilitate interactions with others and result in more social confidence. B.S. B.S. Give me a freaking break with this stuff. I tell you what, you make me king for a day. Go ahead. Make me king for a day. And here's what I would do. Number one, and I know I've asked this many times on the Inez Says podcast, where the bleep are the parents? Where are the parents? Are they actually watching their kids walk out of the house with a tail, perhaps tucked between their legs? Are they watching their kids walk out of the house with ears, furry ears on? Probably not. They're probably in their backpack. But how in the world can you not know that your kid is dressing up like an animal at school? So A, where are the parents? B, sorry to say it, but all these furry kids, they need to be taken out to the woodshed. You talk about being disruptive at school. I mean, look, when I went to school, I get it. There are a lot of disruptive kids, but now all this stuff is, but now all this stuff is being taken to a new level. So in my opinion, all these kids who are wearing these furry costumes to school need a good swift kick in the tail. And thirdly, you want an underlying answer to all of this from the school standpoint? How about this? Follow the private school's path. 
it's time for all public schools, especially the ones who are going through this dress code nonsense, to go with the school uniform. Do it and do it now. That would solve a lot of this stuff. Make these public school kids, K through 12, wear school uniforms. Because you know what? It's time. (laughs) You know, back in the day, we'd have kids wearing short shorts and flip-flops and the whole thing. Okay, fine. We've gone from short shorts and flip-flops to now kids dressing up as animals. Something is wrong here, okay? And when you have kids dressing up as bunnies, as kitty cats, I heard one WDBO open micer on this Monday morning talk about how a student who was actually dressing up as a cat going to school would bring her litter box into class with her. How in the world do you allow this nonsense? It's time when you have kids dressing up as cats and dogs and bunny rabbits and so forth and so on. It's time to say no mas. Uniforms for all public school students in the state of Florida. Do it. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. I invite you to join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.